0: Love this podcast? Support this show through the supporter feature from Acast. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now.
1: Here's Sam Maxim Oh,
0: it's brilliant. Taken away by Wiggs. Lancy! Oh, it's glorious! Towards strikes yeah. it! Bamford shot. Oh, brilliant! The Pogba! Oh, what a finish! Came out to him. Menev! Pick that one out! What a goal by Harry Kane. Saka 2 0. Jesse Lingard. all oh, something finished. The champions of 2021
1: are Manchester City. It's a Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, EPL Index proudly brings to you the best prediction podcast in the world. A Tad Predictable. With your host, Tariwa Chanakira, and his guest.
0: Alex Letitia.
1: It's game week 33, and you know what that means. It's time for another brand new episode of A Tad Predictable. I am joined this week by Southampton's favorite daughter, Alex Letitia. Alex, welcome back to the show. Woo!
0: (laughs) (laughs) It's been so long. I know.
1: (laughs) Probably one of the quickest turnarounds we've had for you, Alex. Um, Yeah. Just some housekeeping for those uh, keeping score at home. We will be doing a midweek fixtures podcast that will come out either late Sunday, but probably more likely Monday morning uh, for the midweek games. I know in game week 33, there are the weekend games and the midweek games. So we will run through the weekend games for you guys on this episode. And then there'll be another episode for the Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday games Um for you guys to listen to but alex i've got a bone to pick with you yeah um, okay because you you're getting in the guy or mode when it <gasps> comes to bank it or burn it really you start pretty well and then you just decide to just burn everything to the ground towards the oh. end you you had like Seems a three out of five for the first game.
0: <laughs>
1: yeah, <laughs> you had a three out of five for the first game which is fair okay it's it's a nice start then four out of five for the second game then four out of five again for the third game and you can <gasps> imagine people are starting to get excited looking at these scores um, and then Chelsea Brentford happened which to be fair no one expected that scoreline yeah that game. Come so on. maybe maybe that had something to do with it but then you get two out of five in that one and then probably the game we all banked on you to do well on, Leeds versus Southampton, you got zero out of five.
0: Yeah, that's Southampton's <laughs> felt, right?
1: <laughs> we'll blame it on Southampton. We'll blame it on Southampton. But, um, but look, on, on the bright side, you got another go again today. Um, yeah. On Bank It or Burn It. But before we get to Bank It or Burn It, we've got some fixtures to get through. You know, the fixtures that you will be talking about in Bank It yeah. or Burn It. and Alex, this seemed like a uh, quite an important weekend in the Premier League. You had Tottenham, I think, being the biggest winners out of the weekend because Arsenal lost, um, Man United lost, West yeah. Ham lost, mm-hmm. and they won. Uh, and then yeah. you also had, I think, Man City would have been happy to... Any result but a loss would have been great for, I think, both teams in terms of Liverpool and Man City. I don't think either team wanted to lose that one, but Man City are still top of the table. Um, and I think they have the more friendly fixtures coming up. So I I, I think they fancy their chances to go and see this one out, but let's ask, let's start rather with the team that had the best weekend, uh, Tottenham Hotspur. They will be entertaining the side that kind of helped them out this past weekend in Brighton. Um, Brighton obviously get the win against Arsenal, Uh, trust Arsenal to be the team that gives a team struggling to score goals two goals in a game, but there you go. Um, Tottenham are not struggling for goals of late, Alex. They've shot up on the goals chart. Uh, Kane is shooting up the goal chart as well. Son with a hat-trick. Koleshevsky is scoring goals. And it's almost like they've now got... You know whether or not you want to say a three-point gap with game in hand for Arsenal or whatever, it's almost now a four-point gap for me when you look at the goal differences between the two teams. So, are are Spurs going to continue that in this game against Brighton? How do you see this game going?
0: Yeah, like you said, I think we we sort of touched base in the last um, episode that basically you know Kane's just completely back to his normal. Self and he went for like weird spout, didn't he? But he's back to completely normal, and he's just on a roll. And I think yeah, Tottenham are going to win two one to Brighton, two one to Tottenham. Sorry, not to (laughs) Brighton.
1: A two one win for Tottenham (laughs) against Brighton.
0: I don't think Brighton stand a chance to win. But I think you know they're going to be on a high from the Arsenal game, I
1: reckon they'll they'll try and they'll get a goal. Yeah, and I think what helps Tottenham as well is Brighton would have put in a lot of effort in that Arsenal game. To to yeah. go back to back in wins against top six sides is usually very, very difficult to do. So yeah. it's it's kind of, you know, Tottenham it's a double whammy for Arsenal in that they suffered the brunt against Brighton and then will probably you know, have to suffer again seeing Tottenham go and win this one. And yeah, it seems to me Tottenham, especially in the games that they should win, they're winning um, at the moment, which, which is very important in this race where all the teams looked to be quite inconsistent this season. But tottenham aren't just winning games one nil they're going two three four or five <laughs> in certain games um i didn't i didn't go above five because that might be a touchy subject just, for you if i, I mentioned that the number after five
0: yeah um... yeah nine. Let's not talk about that <laughs> <laughs> i just feel like they're not gonna be needing to try so hard like i don't think they need to give away energy in this game
1: yeah, I think Tottenham one. are
0: just gonna think, you know, just get just get two goals, it's fine, you know. I don't think they're gonna, I just don't think they're gonna care this much about this game.
1: Oh, spicy! That would be interesting. <laughs> Look, it, the the biggest interesting thing for me is that we know Brighton like to dominate possession, and yeah. whether or not that suits Tottenham, because I think I think they play better when they don't have the ball and they get to counter, you know. Uh, you know, balls into Kane and he gets to then do long balls to Son when Son is running into space is when Spurs are at their most dangerous, opposed to facing a low-block team saying, come and break us down. So, that might suit Tottenham more. So, I'm, yeah. I, I've gone with the biggest. I've gone 3-1. Um, okay. I've given Brighton the 1, even though they don't score often, because I, I, I don't trust Spurs' defence. I'm not going to trust it until they... You know, until next season when they've maybe bought players that give me more confidence in their defense. Yeah, but that's
0: why I put one. Yeah, yeah.
1: <laughs> um, but I do think that Brighton favoring a possession-based game is going to um, go in Spurs' favor in this one. I think Spurs will just allow them to have the ball and say, you know what, we'll pick you off on the counter attack. Um, we'll move on to our next game, which Alex. It, it, Surely, this is a must-win for Man United. Like, the... I
0: thought. I thought you would have been on the other side to this one. I thought, oh, are you going to be alright oh, talking about this?
1: Oh, I'm. I'm definitely on the other side <laughs> on on who I want to win this, but it it can't it can't happen for Man United. I'm sorry. Well... Like
0: I know, Man United, I know that they're not they're not on the best form at the moment. I know they're struggling to score goals, but, I mean, it is Norwich. So, I reckon they're going to be excited for this game. And, yeah, I reckon they're going to go out and try and score as many goals as possible to kind of catch up, if that makes sense. You know, like, trying to make themselves look a bit better. So, I reckon it's going to be a 3-0 game to Man United.
1: Oh, wow. Now, bear in mind... Um, and I don't know if this will change your score prediction, but United fans are. There are rumors that they're planning a protest during the game at some point in time. Oh, really? Um, I don't know if it's going to be before the game, after the game, or whatever. But I did see um, sort of you know rumors floating around that the, the fans are planning some sort of protest against obviously what's happening at the club against the Glaciers or whatever the case may be. But does that influence your score prediction in in any way?
0: I mean if it were another team probably but I bless Norwich I mean it's Norwich you know
1: <laughs> hey, this, this is the Norwich side that won this past weekend okay so you need to put some respect on that Norwich name okay a 2-0 win no, against Burnley No but
0: surely it's Man- I know Man United are not the side that we all you know we don't they're not in their glory days anymore but they're still Man United they have to win 3-0 right
1: you would right? think so but anyway yeah so <laughs> man united have or the man united fans do have some sort of planned protest it seems um for the they've weekend they've done it
0: for the they've done it they've chosen the norwich game on purpose for that They right
1: yeah i think yeah. so. i think so um I, I see on the notes i'm going to read out what it says on the run sheet here because i think it's, it's it sums it up quite well okay so it says disappointing so I'm assuming Man United here, perhaps inexcusable loss for Man United against a plummeting Everton this weekend. They look lost and uh, bereft of the fight we have seen from confident Ma- uh, Man United sides in the past. United are losing ground in the top four race and cannot afford any slip-ups against Norwich, more so at Old Trafford. And then also goes on to say Norwich could possibly cause a meltdown at Old Trafford even with a draw. This coming weekend, they come oh, into yeah. this game with confidence after an impressive win against Burnley. Now, yeah. So, your thoughts on that?
0: Now, you, yeah. I mean, it's it's true because it could go both sides, right? Because Norwich are probably thinking we've got nothing to lose here, really, have they? They've got nothing to lose here. Like they could just give their absolute all. Because they know that if, even if they, like you said, if they got a draw, it would co- it would just cause like utter outrage. So it I, will be interesting to see.
1: I think for the safety of everyone around the world, I I think I'm just gonna predict a a, a two 0 Man United win because I can't imagine united not winning this game because i yeah oh my god that could be terrible that could be absolutely
0: i mean i think like united fans would actually spontaneously combust i just don't even know they'd be able to process it
1: it would be the ultimate disrespect i think because you, you know ferguson's going to be in the ground um they're going to pan the camera to him Ah uh, no they, they can't if man I united mean, players have any sense of pride yeah, I mean,
0: I it gets that. red at the best at times, but like,
1: <laughs> if they have any sense of pride in that Man United badge, they cannot afford to even draw this game. They have they to win this game. They can't in front game.
0: of Sir Alex. They can't. That'd be they so can't. bad. At I mean... Old Trafford,
1: after a very disappointing season, they have to get a win. here. Yeah. of of all the I teams, mean... they have to. I
0: mean, he's. I mean, he's coming to like a few games now, right? I mean. Is he going to, does he want it, does he want it again? Does he want the job again? Is he getting fed up with how bad things are?
1: Look, at this point, the, the, the rumours are they've got their manager ready. Um, the rumours in Ten Hog coming in, whether or not that works, I do think, and, and I get maybe where the protests are coming from, it's bigger than just who the manager is coming in. They're bigger problems at United. But anyway, Alex, um, speaking of problems, I'm sorry to bring this up. Um, yeah. Because the next game we've got, it's two teams that have had serious problems of late. Um, mm. Obviously, Arsenal. We've mentioned them. They've had the two. Can losses. I just grab
0: the tissues? I just need to <laughs> grab some. I just need a little moment.
1: <laughs> it's yeah, just so, awful. So Arsenal back-to-back losses uh, in games that yeah. they would have been targeting. Uh, mm-hmm. c- you know, considering how tough their fixture list is going forward. And then they travel to Saint Mary's. Um yeah, Alex, what what happened on the weekend?
0: I mean, I've not even I've not even spoken about it on social media, I'm not even bothered if I'm honest with you. I'm just whatever. <laughs> <laughs>
1: look, we, we know unfortunately, um it, these games have happened in the past and they seem to yes. happen every season now with Haz So it, it it it's almost poetic that it happens at some point towards the what seems to be the end of his tenure at Southampton. Just to remind I, Southampton fans of, yeah, the, you know, we had good times, but sometimes it went a bit pear shaped here. Um, now oh,
0: it's just weird. It's just, I mean, it must it must be awful on him though. It's getting a bit embarrassing, isn't it?
1: Yeah, it it's
0: it's like you're going to be known as the manager for this kind of thing it's embarrassing
1: yeah and and i'm sure if he does move to another job or what he does in the future, he'll be trying to avoid these type of situations again yeah but alex is is it written in the football stars that a struggling arsenal that desperately needs a win to try and you know sort themselves out after back-to-back losses it's probably three losses in a row because they lost to Liverpool before the international break so three losses in a row for Arsenal when they had top four in their hands they -hmm. come up against the Southampton side that lost by a certain score that we shall not mention in in, in, on this podcast that lost this past weekend to me football writing football storyline football poetry suggests like a 2-1 Southampton win
0: well I was going to just say that I have really sung Arsenal's praises recently because you know they have really climbed up I know it's not been great recently but they have had a massive climb up and I do feel for them but I have this really weird 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 feeling that Southampton are actually going to win (laughs) and I think they're going to win 2-0
1: Wow, not even a goal.
0: Not even a goal for Arsenal.
1: Oh my goodness. That that I don't be... think
0: Southampton deserve it, but I just have a weird feeling. I don't know what it is. I really do have a weird feeling they're gonna win.
1: I think that feeling's called Arsenal Football Club. Because that, that's <laughs> unfortunately what they've become of late is Yes. When they go on good runs, they go for a span. When they go on bad runs it, it goes. It's a bit
0: like pressure. Southampton. It's a bit like Southampton. I mean, yeah. I mean, historically, it's been. I mean, actually, it was. The thing is, if you're a real Southampton fan, you'd know that back in the day, it, it was really bad. Like they might have had Maltese, but the, it was really bad for them. Really bad. I mean, they would only sort of stay up because of him. So, being a Southampton fan, you're kind of used to just doing bad. But I think. Then they had like a little bit of a high and now it's just kind of bad. But you just sat there thinking, why is it so bad? Like we've spoken about this. There's something wrong. But I think Arsenal are kind of in a different type of bad place now. And they're probably sort of thinking... Oh, I reckon I reckon they'll think we can beat Southampton and then Southampton just weirdly do this weird thing where they actually end up playing really well randomly. And I think they've got a chance with Arsenal.
1: Yeah, it's cert- it's certainly a game that I think everyone should watch in my opinion because anything could happen in that game and as I said I'm I'm very worried about Arsenal. I've, so I've gone 2-1 Southampton. You've got 2-0 Southampton it's it's another game where god forbid Arsenal don't win it similar to Man United both teams can't afford not to win um their games this weekend but yeah yeah, if if you do want to watch that game guys definitely go and link up with our presenting sponsors liberty shield uh, liberty shield is a vpn provider and you can check out their services at libertyshield.com. you guys can also save with the coupon code epl25 and you get 25 percent off of either your router or the software vpn the software is very easy you just obviously pay for the package And it downloads straight to your um, devices, whether it's your phone, your laptops, your TVs, smart TVs, etc. And then, obviously, Liberty Shield, it's a virtual private network, which is a technology that encrypts your internet traffic to protect your online identity, hide your IP address, and shield your online data from third parties. You can also avoid geo-blocks and government-imposed restrictions to access any website. I know, for example... If you are, let's say, a British expat and you don't live in the UK and you want to watch BBC iPlayer, you can definitely do that through Liberty Shield as that is geo-locked to the UK. But huge thank you to them for sponsoring the show along with EPLindex.com. Right, so the two teams that have to win, um, we've predicted that well, we predicted Man United will win. Okay, we've gone one we've got one out of two at least for the teams that have to win. Let's move on to the teams that I suppose Watford have to win, but I don't know if if they've kind of waved the white flag yet in terms of yeah. they they've resigned with Norwich that they're going down. And then Brentford, who did a lot of winning in March and April, and did enough, in my opinion, to secure their place in the Premier League next season. How do you see this game going?
0: Well, I mean, this is a bit of a meh game. I mean, it was hard for me to decide, but I've kind of just gone off the basis that Brentford have improved lately. And obviously, they won that game that everyone was shocked with. Um, And And that
1: Chelsea
0: game, yeah. Yeah, and I just feel sorry for Watford, but it's just not... It's just not happening for them, is it? It's just not great. It's not good vibes. I think Brentford are going to win one nil. It's not going to be an amazing game. It's it's not going to be one that I'm going to be watching, if I'm honest. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Fair play. Um, I, Someone I else
0: can just watch it for me. <laughs>
1: I, I, yeah, that that's okay. I think that's fairly understandable. Um, yeah, from my perspective, I, I've I've gone two you nil know, to Brentford. I think they've looked really good um the second half of the season. As I said, they've won yeah. the games when they needed to win them. They had a great start to the season. Obviously had that dip in form um in the middle of the season. A lot of injuries as well during that period, which I think was a factor in in their form. But they've gotten a lot of those players back. The likes of Ivan Tony especially being key um coming back to the team. And now they're kind of only sitting with three injuries at the moment. Um, one or two of those could be coming back over the next couple of weeks. So they they could be almost close to a full squad again um, to end off the season. And I think that's just going to be a fun way for them to just celebrate how hard they've worked the season and, and enjoy the prospect of playing in the Premier League next season. But Alex, we'll move on to another team that was in danger of not playing in the Premier League this coming... Yeah. Uh, or the, the following season. But they've just blown those kind of doubts out of the water. It, it doesn't hurt having... Uh, the financial backing that they did have in order to just boost their squad a little bit more. Um, of course, we're talking about Newcastle. They will be entertaining Leicester in what I think could be quite an interesting game because yeah, Leicester are looking a little bit frisky at the moment. Um, yes. They, yeah. they were dodgy. They were dodgy for they a were while. Dodgy, but yeah. They're starting to pick up some wins here or there, you know, only one loss in their last five games. Um, I think this could be an exciting game and especially because it's at St. James's Park, which we all know is always going to be rocking. Um, what are you expecting from this game?
0: I think I'm going to shock a few people with this. I don't think Jake's be very happy with me, oh. but I just fancy a Leicester win.
1: But how much? Don't Don't anger Jake too much.
0: I just fancy a Leicester win, I just think it's gonna be a, a one nil. Okay, that's
1: that's not bad.
0: That's not just bad. Just because I just think they're kind of getting their they're getting their groove back and they're putting the work in. And I almost think Newcastle, they're on this bit of a high and I think, you know I don't think they're they're expecting it, but you know, they've kind of got this game where they're thinking this is it, if we win this, you know, like we're safe and everything's going gray and they've got the money and everything i don't know i just think maybe it's too much pressure going on at the moment because there's just too many good things happening does that make sense
1: yeah yeah It. i mean it. it is because if you think about it as well a lot of those players are going to be playing for their jobs next season because you'd imagine yeah. that newcastle are safe with the financial backing they have now they're going to be investing quite heavily in that squad. So there's a lot to think about for people that are currently playing for Newcastle at the moment. Am I going to be at this club next season? Yeah. Um, you know, it it, it it can weigh on you quite a bit. Now I'm interested in Leicester because obviously we heard that um Wilfred and Didi is going to be out for the rest of the season, which I think is massive for them just as one of their core um, spine players, in my opinion, I, th- I think he's yeah. a fantastic player. Um, but Vardy yeah, Mendy played in sorry. midfield. <laughs> yeah, Vardy as well.
0: I just, I don't know what it is. I just think Leicester are just a bit. Like I said, I think there's a lot on a lot on the players' shoulders at the moment with Newcastle. Like, like when you get when you get the money, when you get the funding with your club, yes, that that is great. But then, as we just said, lots of changes happen with that. And I think there's just a lot of pressure right now. And they're not going to openly talk about it, but within behind closed doors, there is going to be a lot of questions, you know, who's going to be here? What's going to happen? Um, am I safe? And I think, you know, eventually that's going to start bleeding out onto the pitch. And I just think of Leicester, it's just, it's not really, it's not really that problem at the moment. It's just about getting by. I know they've got injuries and things like that. It's just not really much high pressure game for
1: them. Yeah, uh, I think the the you know I think the pressure in the league is off for them. Uh, they're yeah. not getting relegated. They're not making uh, top six or top seven. I don't think. Yeah, I think their they're focused. They? Yeah, F- from a pressure standpoint, their their pressure is probably more in the um, in Europe at the moment. They they I think they drew nil nil um, in their game in europe against psv and they've got that away leg uh, on thursday so obviously this week coming up before they play newcastle they would have found out their fate in europe and and what that means for them going forward uh but yeah in terms of pressure on on a team newcastle they've, they've lost three of their last five games so maybe that has something to do with it where they've reached that point where okay maybe we can breathe because we're safe and then now it's like oh crap we're safe what does that mean for me? <laughs> so yeah. yeah, we'll we'll see what happens there. Um, I've gone for a I've gone for a two two. I I want an exciting game in this one. Um, so I've gone for a two two. I think maybe with the amount of you mentioned the amount of injuries that Leicester have and having mm-hmm. that midweek game in Europe, especially because it's an away game, and then having an away game at Saint James's might be too <laughs> much for them from just a concentration level so i I think they might i know it's just so weird i
0: just i just don't have a good a good feeling so so
1: scoreline you've gone with
0: one nil to leicester i don't i know it sounds crazy imagine if i got it right
1: (laughs) (laughs) we will we will soon find out we will soon find out but alex i think the most important thing is not necessarily whether you get this one nil scoreline right it's whether you get your it or burn it predictions right, because you, yeah. you've got bragging rides in the household to play for. Um, yeah. As I said, you, you've got a bit of Guy Drinkle in you at the moment, uh, executive producer Guy Drinkle, and you need to buck this trend of starting well and then kind of fizzling off towards the end. So do you do you feel you can correct that this time around?
0: Yeah, I need to be more Alex and less Guy, you
1: know? <laughs> Hey, it's not nice, always a bad thing to be, you know, this guy. It's his birthday coming up soon. Um, so guys, oh, guys birthday. Yeah, I think it's the 19th. The Woo-hoo. 19th. Yeah. So next week, Tuesday, guys, do wish Mr. Guy Drinker a birthday. Um, Happy birthday. It's at Guy Drinker on Twitter. Put that in your calendars. But Alex, you need to get ready for Bang yeah. It or Burn It. So for those of you that don't know, basically, I'm going to put 15 seconds on the clock. Alex is going to predict whether or not she thinks certain scenarios are going to happen and that's going to come in the question of five questions or five predictions um, that I'm going to lay out there for the five games that we have played. So those are um, Tottenham, Brighton, Man United, Norwich, Southampton, Arsenal, Watford, Brentford and then Newcastle, Leicester. And the questions, uh, so that those that are playing at home can play along as well and sort of get familiar with the questions so a is possession over 55 percent for the home team b is over eight shots on target c is over 20 tackles d is headed goal and e is touch the badge goal celebration um yeah because it's coming towards the end of the season maybe you know some of those newcastle players you get a goal in the game just touch the badge to show them that you really want to be there i don't know maybe that might play play a a role this coming weekend, but alex are you, are you ready? yeah I'm ready all right, we'll start with Tottenham versus brighton uh the game that you've predicted two one I've gone with three one We'll see how you go on that one. Your time starts now possession over fifty five percent to the home team bank over eight shots on target bank over twenty tackles Burn. headed goal.
0: Burn.
1: Touch the badge goal celebration. Burn. Oh, okay. Interesting, interesting. And we'll let the clock run out just so people know that it is there. But Alex doesn't seem (laughs) to need to worry about that. We'll move on to a must-win game for Manchester United. Let's see if they have the possession in this game or if it's going to be a nervy one for the whole 90 minutes. Your time starts now. Possession over 55% to the home team. Bang. Over eight shots on target. Burn. Over twenty tackles. Bang. Headed goal. Burn. Touch the badge. Goal celebration. Burn. Ah. Oh no. Oh no 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 no. I'm sensing a trend again. <laughs> you're not doing what I think you're gonna do, Alex. You did no, this last time. No, no 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 no.
0: Just wait. Just wait for the next. Just wait for the next round. Just wait okay. for the next
1: round. Okay. Fine. <laughs> you did this. I'm just saying. You did this last time. <laughs> um but okay <laughs> southampton versus arsenal now alex you got naught out of five in the last southampton game if yeah. there's a fixture you need to redeem yourself. well it could be worse one.
0: could be six right
1: <laughs> fair. fair um okay so game number three which is obviously half of six alex is going for five out of five for this one your time starts now possession over 55 percent to the home team Burn, over eight shots on target. Bank, over twenty sh- tackles. Burn, headed goal. Burn, touch the badge, goal celebration. Bank. Oh, okay, Ooh. okay. Through a span in the works there. Who do you think touches the badge? What well, What was your thought process on that one?
0: Ah, uh, it's gonna be Ward Ward Cross,
1: hey, yeah, he he tends to do that. Ah. Uh, Alright, Watford versus Brentford. Two to go, Alex. Here we go. We're we're now in title winning fixtures, the ones that seem to elude a lot of people. So the, these are the ones that we need to, to, to get right. Your time okay. starts now. Possession over fifty five percent to the home team. Burn. Over eight shots on target. Burn. Over twenty tackles. Bank. Headed goal. Bank. Touch the badge goal celebration burn oh okay interesting gone back to the 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 method of burning all of the celebrations Uh, is this in protest of us not ever doing the robot are you just going to burn things until we do the robot Uh,
0: Uh, yes yes
1: that's never gonna happen i
0: can't burn the studio down that would be a bit extreme
1: (laughs) that would be a bit extreme um all right newcastle versus leicester to end it off here um it is a game that you've predicted one 0 to Leicester. Okay. Conservative win for Leicester. Let's see. Away from home. Your time starts now. Possession over fifty-five percent to the home team. Burn. Over eight shots on target. Bank. Over twenty tackles. Burn. Headed goal. Bank. Touch the badge goal celebration. Burn. Okay. So just one one bank. I'll remember that. I'll remember that. Look. Um <laughs> good effort we'll see how you get on hopefully as we said we'll be crossing fingers for you um that yes not just the start is good but also you you end strong as well um i don't want to go back to the running analogies we were doing last time but as i was saying with those 800 meters when the bell rings so when that fourth fifth fixture comes in you you got to sprint towards the finish line i think Mitch. That was Mitch's tactic. (laughs) He kind of blasted his way past the finish line. He's
0: more of a sprinter, to be fair. He's more of a sprinter. You
1: see? So, yeah. And it looked like he could go another three or four rounds with with the scores he was getting. But, Alex, um, as we mentioned, this is a slightly um, shorter podcast in that we will have the midweek games um, that we will do Predictions for later on. So our last game, West Ham versus Burnley. Now, obviously, West Ham have had a bit of a shaky form of late. I think similar to Leicester, where maybe they're starting to feel their hopes are more on the Europe European side of things in terms of um, the games that they have. They had that massive game where they had the the red card in 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 their game against Lyon in Europe, but still ended up getting a one one in that one. So. Thursday, they will be travelling to Lyon to try and advance in Europe, in the Europa League. But on the weekend, they have the game against Burnley. Burnley need a win in this one, uh, just to try and put pressure again on the likes of West Ham ahead of them. And, I mean, um, Everton ahead of them. And then West Ham on the other side, if they do want to keep their hopes up of... Maybe the top four is a bit out of reach now. Um, some would argue, especially with the way the likes of Spurs are playing at the moment. So just finishing the season strong. Uh, they currently sit in sixth place with 51 points. Um, Man United be- um, behind them on goal difference, but Man United have a game in hand. So maybe just finish the season off strong, but huge focus on Europe. Uh, Burnley, for me, I've been very disappointed in their lack of creativity, their lack of attacking anything of late. They obviously brought Virgost in to start this, the you know his campaign at Burnley. He looked promising, but it's not looking mm. great for him at the moment. Um, but we saw that with Chris Wood as well when he was there. And the question was, is it more to do with the striker not being great or the lack of creativity behind them? and you know when the likes of Dwight McNeil aren't um, featuring heavily in games then then you start to worry for them where that creativity is coming from Um, but yeah I I think it's going to be a tough game for Burnley Um, obviously coming off the back of that 2-0 loss to the mighty mighty Norwich Um, (laughs) (laughs) I knew you were going to say that (laughs) hey it it was a fantastic probably game of the season I mean I'm, I'm not being biased or anything i just think it was a fa- yeah. fantastic game um by a team that was very clinical showed all the you know all the things we want from a football team um especially this season but yeah anyway so burnley against west ham what are you thinking for this one
0: um like we said you know burnley have been beaten by the mighty norwich i mean that's <laughs> not it's not a good feeling is it lads i mean seriously but west ham i mean They play in the Europa League, don't they? Soon.
1: It's Thursday, isn't it? Yeah. So,
0: is the number of games going to catch up with them or is it catching up with them? I don't know. They're not, I feel like they're kind of in a bit of a dip. I feel like they could be doing better than they are, you know?
1: Yeah, definitely.
0: So, but again, it is Burnley. So, if it was another team, I reckon we would be having a different discussion. But because it's Burnley, I think it's going to be two 0 to West yeah, Ham,
1: which is fair. I think. Look, even with the European fixture, you would imagine that West Ham's quality still shines through in the game. Um, yeah. And as you say, if it's another team, then maybe. But with how Burnley have played this season, I've kind of you know dubbed them pre-COVID and post-COVID Burnley. Um, yeah. Two very very different teams. It's probably a game pre covert burnley that west ham wouldn't want after having traveled to france and then having to come home and play burnley who are just going to make it so difficult for you but yeah i, I think where i agree with you Let, let's end in harmony here i'm going to go 2-0 to west ham as well Woo! i think that the quality of west ham will shine through and it just more problems for burnley and and seeing whether or not sean Dyes can pull off a miracle and and keep them up this season um considering can we how
0: just, can we just say how amazing he is though? like he really just provides all the memes on twitter and like <laughs> it's just like we still need him to go on we need him
1: and the thing is i, I rate him as a manager and i think he'll yeah. do a really good job um at a club I, I want him to go to a club that will give him the finances and the funding and back him
0: yeah i really want to see what he's capable wanna, yeah. of you know
1: let's give him a chance let's actually see if if he really is as good as some people think he is or or you know if if maybe a bigger job is too big for him it's kind of you know that big fish in a small pond type situation but yeah so if he keeps them up fantastic but I I don't think it's going to be in this game that that's going to help them out and hopefully um Sean Dash either with Burnley or somewhere else we do get to see what he truly can do being fully backed um by owners of a club and and he goes on to have a manager's career that many people think he could have but Alex that is going to do it for another episode of a tad predictable do you have anything you want to plug put over or promote before we wrap up
0: um if anyone is in the Southampton area please check out my latest um charity five a side tournament that is going ahead for Southampton for the kids. Um if you want to sign your team up then just come to me and I'll give you the link. So yeah.
1: Awesome stuff. Um from my end guys go and check out EPL Index website um eplindex.com there's previews, post match reviews, player performances, all of the news that you guys could wish for especially as we're getting towards the end of the season, and you want some of those transfer rumors, see where your team is shaping up, what they need for next season, etc. That's definitely the destination to go to get all of your news. Of course, there's the daily podcast show, uh, Two Footer Podcast with Dave Hendrick. Uh, finally, also go check out the flagship show that runs weekly. It's the EPL Roundtable, where Kev DeVries sits down with panelists from respective EPL teams. They do reviewings and previewings of the happenings around the EPL. This past week's episode was actually hosted by our very own Jake Jackman. So definitely go and check that one out. Um, also go and follow this show on the Twitter page at a tad predictable. Uh Follow at EPL Index on Twitter. Subscribe to EPL Index podcast channel on your podcast providers. Give it five stars. Write positive comments. That good stuff really, really helps us out. Go sign up for the free season predictions competition, eplindex.com stroke predictions, and you stand a chance to win. All you have to do is get your game week predictions in at eplindex.com stroke predictions each week. Make sure you save um, every time you're moving on to the next page. All you have to um, do is sign up, as I said, and you stand a chance to win if you top the leaderboard for the twenty one twenty two season you get a hundred pound voucher for epl shop and you also get 300 pounds cash prize money who who doesn't like winning money you know it's it just yeah, exactly that's 300 all you have to do is every week just send in your predictions i mean you you talk about it with your mates all the time anyway um you listen to the show so yeah just just send in your scores 300 pounds easy money probably easiest 300 you're gonna make um in football and then guys go sign um go, yeah so go sign up for that a uh, huge thank you to liberty shield vpn for sponsoring that um and then i've been to the akira you can find me on twitter at tad predicts um huge thank you to obi semenya for our guest intros he's at john empire sa our producer behind the glass mr guy drinkle as i said 19th of April, go and wish him a happy birthday at Gardrinco on Twitter. She's been Alex Leticia at Alex Leticia on Twitter. And remember, she's in Gaperi.
0: She's not sure.
1: Oh, it's
0: glorious! It trousers, strikes yes. it! Lampard shot. Oh, brilliant! And Pogba! Oh, what a finish! Came out to Jimenez! Pick that one out! What a goal by Harry Kane! Saka 2-0 Jesse Lingard on oh, something finished the champions of 2021 on Manchester City Sports Social Podcast Network